one of the common features among the saints is that uh, every dimension of their life is centred on Christ. They're, they're all very aware that uh, they were created and that they're, they're held in being by Christ, as, as St Paul would say. And um, clearly, you look at all the saints and, and, and living for Christ was their core motivation. It, it coloured everything that they did. Uh, we, we see it all, in all the saints, but perhaps we see it especially in, uh, in some of the saints like St Benedict, um, who were perhaps a little bit more radical in their pursuit of Christ. Uh, like the early desert fathers, uh, Benedict left his worldly affairs and he sought out solitude. He lived uh, for a, a time as a hermit in the caves of Italy uh, and, and the whole purpose of that, of course, was to deepen in his relationship with Christ. Now, I imagine some of us in the midst of our busy family life and all of our problems probably think, oh, I'd love to go and live in a cave for a while. <laughs> but that's not what it was about, right? It was, he was, you know, like, like the other monks and, and radicals of his day, it was all about pursuing Christ, putting Christ at the very centre uh, of, of his whole life, deepening in that relationship. Those who were called by Christ to, to live, and still called today, to, to live as hermits and to, and to live as monks, that they, they're a prophetic witness to us that Christ is ultimately the only one who can satisfy. We see that coming out in the psalm today too, huh? The psalmist says, look to him and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. This poor man called, the Lord heard him and rescued him in all his distress. The angel of the Lord is encamped around those who revere him taste and see that the lord is good how happy is he who seeks refuge in him revere the lord you his saints they lack nothing who revere him the joy the happiness the the peace the 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 hope that can only come when our life is centered on christ huh after some time, uh, St. Benedict's holiness uh, was noticed by the other monks, and so they reached out to him and they, they sought out his advice, right? They wanted to know how this, this man was so prayerful and so holy. And, uh, and what he noticed was that even though these other monks, uh, they, they had a desire to put Christ at the centre of their life. I'm sure, like all of us here... Um, and even though they were prepared to live quite radically for Christ, they were, they were prepared to leave everything, right, and to, to live like monks. But yet still, St. Benedict recognised that they needed guidance, right? They had the will, they had the desire, but they didn't quite have the means. And so he established uh, a rule. He gave them... Uh, uh, practices to prioritise that would keep Christ at the centre of their lives. We, we might you know, say more simply, they were just guidelines for how to become holy and ultimately happy. He'd talk about the importance of community life. Say community, even when you're living in solitary as hermits and monks, community is important because, uh, you know, uh, you sort of, 
you smooth um, the edges off each other's shoulders, you know. <laughs> As you struggle with one another, you realise how you need to grow in holiness. There's the importance of community life, even, even as monks. He, he talked about the importance of offering hospitality, accepting people as they are, you know, uh, and, um, and seeing Christ in others. He talked about the importance of stewardship, treating everything as God's gift, you know, not just the chalice and the holy things in the church, but, you know, the, 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 the plough that you use in the field, recognising it. It's all, it's all God's gift to us. Um, you talk about the importance of moderation in our eating and our drinking and our sleeping and our reading and our working and even in prayer. Perhaps that the cornerstone of his rule was uh, the, the importance of uh, a balance between both prayer and work. Now, he established the, the rhythm of prayer, which is still continued today in, in the monasteries, uh, certain hours of prayer throughout the day. And he talked about the importance of, of praying, not just when we feel like it, but establishing it as, as, a, as a rhythm that we just, we just commit to. We do it, whether we feel like it or not. <laughs> but he'd also talk about the importance of, of work, of moderating prayer with work. In, in some ways, we could say that, that, um, that our work should flow out of our prayer, that our prayer gives us a sort of a heart for contribution. Uh, I think in, in Benedict's vision, uh, work was like the great equaliser. And we still see that in the monasteries today, right? The, the monks up at Tarawara, they, they work. They, they work in their, you know, the hosts that we receive, they, that's part one of their little businesses. And, and the monk, you know, we call them and they, they do the ordering, right? They post it out. Uh, they work on the farm. I remember uh, I would go there sometimes um, for solitudes or, or, or whatever, for retreats. And there used to be an old uh, priest there. You might remember him if you went there. He'd, he'd always be like this. You know, he was quite old and a bit hunched over. And his job was to, uh, one of his jobs at least, was to, was to sweep the chapel. And he'd, he'd go up and down like, like this, you know. <laughs> he couldn't even lift his head, you know. But that was his work. All of the uh, disciplines in the rule of St. Benedict were held together by the vows that, that um, the monks would take. And there were three vows. Uh, the vows were stability, fidelity, and obedience. And I just want to touch briefly on the second one, fidelity. I think this is so important for, for, for all of us. Um, fidelity really is about commitment. It's about faithfulness to, to the rule you know, to the rhythm of life that, that um, at least for the monks, that, that they, were, they were given to live. Uh, and that was, uh, obviously, Benedict saw that as such an important aspect of the spiritual life. But I want to suggest it's, it's, it's important in, in all areas of life, that commitment to being faithful to what we know we need to do and what's important. Try and find any professional sports person who is not faithful to their rhythm, you know, uh, so key. To some people, we might, you know, think that, oh, okay, you know, 
faithfully following a discipline or a rule might sound a little bit prohibitive, right, or, or, or rigid or, um, you know, boring. I, I don't want to be, have to be stuck to this way of, of living. In, in fact, um, the early monks that, that reached out to Benedict and, and, and asked for his advice, when he gave the advice, the, the, you know, the, the stories say that they tried to poison him. <laughs> they didn't want this kind of rule to follow, right? They weren't interested in this discipline. But it's important for us to recognise that this faithfulness to, to, um, to living out the, you know, the ways that, that uh, the, the rules of life that, that keep us centred on Christ, being, being committed and faithful and having that discipline is not... We don't just do it for the sake of discipline, but it's always because it enables us to be more fruitful. I think this is part of what Jesus means when he says we need to be poor in spirit, as we heard in that gospel acclamation today. To be poor in spirit means that we recognise that I can't navigate this journey on my own. I don't know how to deepen in my relationship with God. I, I, I need a guide. I need the wisdom of those who have gone before me, those who are more advanced. So the significance of fidelity, huh? Of being faithful um, to the rhythm of life that we know will keep us centred on Christ. Those, those practices that are the priorities. So I want to encourage you today uh, on this feast of St. Benedict as we reflect on his rule, his contribution to the church, just that you spend some time praying and, and asking the Holy Spirit just to perhaps clarify for you what's, what's your rule? What, what are the practices that you know you need to prioritise? And, and, and I'm sure for many of you, Mass would be one of them, coming to weekday Mass when you can. But what are the other rules that keep you centred on Christ? The attitudes that you have towards others, the, the practices, the daily, the daily practices. So let's ask for the, the inspiration of the Spirit and, and St. Benedict to his intercession as we seek to establish for ourselves a rule of life that, that keeps us centred upon Christ.